quite unusual. Hello and welcome to the Quite Unusual podcast. I am Noelle. And I am Nicole. And we are the hosts. That's why we're talking right now. Mm. Also, we're from Illinois. Nicole, did you know that? Did I know if we were from Illinois? <laughs> yeah. Is that where we live? Yes, we are from Illinois. And yes, the S is silent. That's right. There's only one. It's Illinois, not Illinois. Yeah. So make some noise for Illinois. Mm. Um, anyways, Illinois is home to some pretty weird and spooky stuff. Um, also some pretty crazy killers, yeah. which I just want to put out there. Yeah. I'm not teasing anything for the future, though. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> so to show a little hometown pride... Um, and also to lighten our research load before we deliver a very, very epic series. Yeah, I'm so excited for that one. I'm so pumped. It starts next week. Mm. Um, but we need some extra time to do some research and stuff on it. So we thought we'd go a little bit lighter with our research for today. Yeah. And we would bring you some little kind of spooky dooky Illinois double features. Yeah. So this week's going to be a little different instead of one full story. I'm going to tell you a little story, and Noelle's going to tell you a little story. Yeah, and also, um, I really, 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 if it's okay with you, yeah, want to tell um, a couple ghost stories, because I saw a ghost last night. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like our own ghost stories instead of listener lore? Can we? Yeah. All right, I'm here for it. Okay. So, surprise, we're throwing that in at the end, too. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> so, this was Nicole's idea. Um, do you want to tell us how you thought this up? Yes. Okay. So start off by saying that a lot of my info for my story this time around is going to come from a book that's actually called Weird Illinois, Your Travel Guide to Illinois Local Legends and Best Kept Secrets. It was actually given to me by my Aunt Laura. Shout out, Laura. Shout out to Auntie Laura. Um, She found out that we were doing this podcast, you know, where we talk about weird shit. And she was like, I have this book. It's all about weird stuff in Illinois. I got to give it to you. There's a bunch of cool stories. Obviously, Gacy's in there because you can't talk about weird stuff happening in Illinois without talking about Gacy. (laughs) No, you you shouldn't, at least. Yeah, you shouldn't. Which, fun fact, Noelle and I actually grew up in Des Plaines. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of stories about Gacy from parents, relatives, friends, you name it. Basically, everyone from where we live has a story about him, but... We're not going to talk about that. We're going to save that for a little bit later down the line. Yeah. That's not the one that we're teasing for it's next not the, week. Yeah. We're, we're actually teasing two this week. Oh, my I God. Guess. We're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess stay tuned for that. And we know how to pronounce everything in that story because we live here. <laughs> so it's going to be super great. And no oopsie doopsie is going to come out of that one. Not even one time. Not even once. No. And you know that famous, I know you know, Nicole, the mm-hmm. famous like mugshot picture of Gacy where he's holding the little plaque that says yeah. Displains. Yes. Um, I grew up like, we grew up like yeah. seven minutes from his house. Yeah. My my mom grew up in his neighborhood too. Yeah. So, so. I got some stories, baby. got some stories. So that's sort of fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like since this was your idea and it was such a good one, mm. would you like to start? I get to start. Oh, sure. Yes. Yay. I would love to start. Okay. When we first kind of decided we were going to do things this way, talk ghost stories, I knew I wanted to do the story about this place that I'm going to be talking about because... I've actually visited this place and I've ghost hunted. In oh, it. really? Yeah. So I have 
some more insider scoop and stories to throw at you guys for today. Oh my God, I'm so excited. If I think I know what this is, I'm so pumped. (laughs) So just, I guess, a little background on us. We're from Northern Illinois. And Mm -hmm. I think what people from not Illinois don't realize is that Northern Illinois is like a complete separate state from Southern Illinois. Yeah. Like majority of the population is in Northern Illinois because Chicago and Cook County and obviously it's a huge city. But Southern Illinois is very, very, very rural. Yeah, it's like straight up Tennessee, basically. <laughs> right. So, like, I went to I, I went to Illinois State. It's about two and a half, maybe less hours away from where we grew up. And the col- the town that the college is in is basically like in the middle of cornfields. So it's, it's called Normal Illinois. Yeah, Bloomington Normal. <laughs> <laughs> So just to give you guys some perspective, Southern Illinois is a different world than Northern Illinois. And the place that I'm actually talking about is in Southern Illinois. It's called Alton, Illinois, and more specifically, the Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois. Yes. Have you ever heard of Alton, Illinois? Literally only from you. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Apparently, Alton, Illinois is considered one of the most haunted small towns in America. That's amazing. And it's located on the Mississippi River in Illinois. It was the former site of a state penitentiary that was used as a prison during the Civil War era. And it held up to 12,000 Confederate soldiers where they kept as prisoner. They kept them as prisoners there. That's a massive prison. Yes. 12,000 people. Yeah. Wow. You can actually go to the Confederate cemetery that they have there. It's not really a cemetery. It's more of just like a monument that you can visit that's dedicated to all of these Confederate soldiers that died in the prison. We went there when I visited, obviously, and I would just say it's like a very heavy place. Oh, yeah. Because what they did is they just buried, they buried the fallen prisoners in trenches and they marked their graves with numbered wooden stakes. Oh, wow. So when the war was over and the cemetery was kind of forgotten, all of the wooden stakes, either they rotted or the article said that people took them for firewood, (gasps) which I think is terrible, but also probably they needed it. So yeah, I mean, if you're stealing (laughs) grave markers for firewood, you probably need it. Yeah. Or I guess that they just fell down and no one really knew where any of these bodies were buried. So They knew where the plot of land was, but all of the markers were gone. So it's kind of just like a mass grave and they don't really know. That sounds like prime ghost territory. Right. Improperly buried people, especially Confederate soldiers for some reason. Yes. That's like the number one haunting in all of America. Exactly. The government actually attempted to locate all of these graves and provide markers, but they just like weren't able to do it. They they couldn't. There was just so many. So instead, what they did was they built a monument, which I actually have a picture of, and we could post it. Okay. And they inscribed it with the names of 1,535 soldiers that died in Alton. That's nice. And also, um, it's sort of crazy because they took the the bodies that they exhumed mm-hmm. and they separated them. So they're like, okay, this is a pile of femurs. This is a pile of skulls. <laughs> These are all of the hip bones. So if you want to visit like the hip bone memorial... Um, they also have that there. That they don't actually have that. <laughs> that is not true. Do not quote us. <laughs> well, that's how I would like my cemetery to be. One okay? of our, our listeners are going to go and be like, yeah, hi, uh, we're here for the Hip Bone Memorial. You guys know where that is? 
And then people of Alton are just going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, ma'am, I do not know what you are talking about, but I can tell you that these hips right here, they do not lie. <laughs> they do not lie. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention that Alton's like, I would say around between five to six hours from where we currently are in Northern Illinois. So <laughs> it's pretty far down south. Um, Illinois is like the longest state in all of history next to California. Yeah. So you can drive for like 10 hours south from where yeah. we live and you are still in Illinois somehow. <laughs> right. <laughs> it takes so long to get to Tennessee. <laughs> so when we went to the cemetery, we thought we were going to see graves because I had no idea that it was just a monument. When we saw it, it was just this one monument, open land. Googled it. I was like, oh shit, like we could be standing on a body right now and not even know it. You probably were. Probably. And that's probably why that area just had, like, such a heavy feeling. But it's weird because I haven't heard of any stories of that specific area being haunted. Well, that's because they have that no jigging sign. You're not allowed to jig. You're not allowed to dance just in case you're dancing on someone's grave. So that keeps the hauntings to a real minimum. Right. That's true. They did have that sign. That's true. They did. Um, But the air, I mean, the cemetery was in kind of, like, a really sketchy part of town. So I'm thinking maybe it's because... People don't want to be caught in that neighborhood after dark, so no one really has the chance to find ghosts if they are there. <laughs> then checks out. Yeah. Alton was also the home to Native Americans for thousands of years before it was settled by Europeans, and they turned it into a city. Um, That's just, I feel like that's what America was. Yeah, that's, that's a theme in a lot of our <laughs> stories I'm coming to realize. Yeah, turns out. <laughs> turns out. Like I mentioned before, Alton was right on the Mississippi, so it was the perfect area for the Illiniwek, which were the people who lived there. It was just a perfect area for them to prosper. So there's a road that goes, kind of goes through Alton, but it it's like along the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. And if you drive along this road, you can see this rock formation or I guess a bluff, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. I, I do. I do want to call it a bluff. <laughs> well, you can clearly see on the rock is a painting by the Illiniwek people of a piazza bird, and it's still there. Really? Yeah. It's actually amazing to think of how they even did it, because it said that the image was first written about in a French missionary's diary in 1673. That's amazing. So it's been here. I don't know if, if they redid it. I would think that they wouldn't. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Do yeah. they? I don't, that's kind of. Maybe it's know. just in like the perfect spot yeah. where it doesn't get affected by it sun or rain. doesn't get any rain or anything. Yeah. yeah. So it's still there and it's actually still pretty clear. So, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty impressive that whatever paint or I don't know, what did they do? Like mix berries for dyes and stuff. Yes. Whatever they did, it's still there. Well, so. we'll post a picture of it too because I'm looking yeah. at it now and it's very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Alton is also famous for its limestone bluffs, which that's what where the painting was on. Love a bluff. But if you know anything about ghost hunting and paranormal and paranormal activity, you know that for some reason places with high limestone deposits, they just carry more activity. Did you do you know that was a thing? I didn't. Can I look that up? Look it up. So I was trying to look it up to try to get some like scientific reasoning behind it that I could add. I couldn't find anything. I only found an article about it was uh, the two guys from Ghost Hunters, that show. And they were talking about how 
places that they go to, stuff with like that have limestone deposits, always have like way more activity. And I don't know if it's like maybe it carries energy more. I have no idea. I couldn't find out why, but I've heard that was a thing. And I guess it's true. That's amazing. I'm looking this up right now because I had never heard this before. And um, the only thing I found mm-hmm. is a book called On Amazon, right? Limestone and its Paranormal Properties. <laughs> yes. So I feel like I'm buying this book right now. See, I didn't want to buy it. Also, I was like, I'm not going to be able to read this book before <laughs> I have to record. So it's just kind of pointless. If there's one thing I love, it's spooky geology. So very true. We will update you. You love scary rocks. It's like <laughs> your thing. Not only am I scared of rocks, but I love scary rocks. <laughs> yeah. So... I guess basically the moral of that story is that Alton is just like a hot zone for activity. Very That's cool. why it's named the uh, most haunted uh, little town or small town in America. That's amazing. So tell us more about um, this Mineral Springs Hotel. Did yes. You stayed there? So you can't stay there. Okay. It's Right now it is... There, it's kind of like a mall. There's a couple shops in there. Okay. And then people actually live in half of it. So there are apartments. Oh, cool. That they have converted. Because, I mean, it was a hotel. But. Haunted as hell. So. Oh, yeah. It's super haunted. I don't know if the part where people live is haunted. I'm sure like a little bit. But <laughs> so half of it is kind of just like an abandoned hotel. Like you go up the stairs. There's like rooms, like gutted rooms and stuff. So. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. So basically what we did is we took, we paid for this tour and what you, I think it started at 10. So it goes from 10 and it went to 4 in the morning. Whoa. So you're basically there the whole night. You get full, like, complete run of the hotel, everything. I think there were about, like, 20 to 30 people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like a group. They take you around. They give you a tour. They, you know, tell, tell you this is the room where this is supposed to happen. And this, like, kind of like the history, what I'm about to tell everyone about yeah. the hotel. And then after that, it's like, you're free to go wherever. So they don't give you any instruments or anything, which kind of sucked because, I mean, I'm a complete amateur. I don't have anything. So for me, it was just kind of like walking around, scaring myself, like trying to hear or see a ghost. Okay. So you're in this haunted hotel. Yes. For six hours. Yes. Overnight. Mm -hmm. Prime witching hour. Yes. I would fucking piss myself. (laughs) It was fun. Our, okay, listeners, I just have to put this out there. Our dynamic is that Nicole loves ghosts mm, mm-hmm. and like wants to be best friends with a ghost. I want to be haunted. And I am fucking haunted. And <laughs> yeah. I do not want to be friends with ghosts. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty much the opposite people and I don't want it and she does want it. And if yeah. I could give this to you, I would. I'd take it. I'd take it away. <sighs> okay. So now that we know a little bit about Alton as a town, let's talk about... The Mineral Springs Hotel in its history. Let's do it. So I also want to give a little shout out to our boy, Zach Bagans <gasps> and Aaron. Oh, I love Aaron. And the other guys that no one cares about slash we don't really know no. their name. It's like the Zach and Aaron show. A to Z. A to Z. Whoa! <laughs> Why isn't that a spinoff? I think, I feel like you just gave them a name for like their after show podcast that they should create. Whoa. Hold on. DMing them, RN. <laughs> <laughs> So they actually went ghost hunting in this place as well, and it's actually kind of strange because their episode of them investigating the the Mineral Springs aired a week after we got back. Synchronicities. Synchronicities. So it was super cool because we were just there, and then to watch Zach there like a week later, 
I guess it means we're like soulmates, but whatever, you know. Can, can we get a life-size Zach Bagans cut out? <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to like specially order it. I don't think they sell those. It's like, you think I won't? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should. He can go right next to Edward. And then we'll get like a little one of like Aaron's, just the top of his head and like his hands. So he's like peeking over Zach's shoulder. Yes. yes. That'd be so good. Um, Go to www.quiteunusualmerch.bootleg.com. <laughs> ghost adventures backslash zach and aaron cut out <laughs> cut out dot co and you can buy them there as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll have our logo on the side just so you know <laughs> what it does. oh and um someone gets possessed in this episode too so it's well worth your watch just I'm, gonna throw that i'm gonna throw it out there <laughs> does zach get possessed um I, don't no spoilers i'm not gonna give you spoilers okay. i'm not gonna give you spoilers. Okay, no spoilers The Mineral Springs Hotel was built in 1914. Many guests checked in, but some never checked out. Oh, spooky dookie. Spooky dookie. So on my trip, like I said, we booked with this company called American Hauntings. And I know this because they email me like three times a week. Okay. And it's super annoying, but I don't want to like forget about that company. So I just like let them, you know, continue. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a reminder. Yeah. As a reminder. Yeah. So many people, we didn't have any equipment, but people had like EMF detectors. One person was even walking around with dowsing rods, which... Looking for water? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing for ghosts. No, I don't know. I mean, I think anything's a thing. I'm going to walk around with like a Ouija board. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for it to move. Yeah. Just keep asking like, can you hear me now? Right. So we're amateurs. We didn't have any equipment, but we still had fun. Uh, Back in the day, the Mineral Springs Hotel was a very fancy and glamorous hotel, and it claimed to have had the largest swimming pool in Illinois. Oh, sick brag. Right. So is that what the Mineral Spring, like, is that the same thing? I don't know what the fuck happened to this. Um, Do you want me to ask? I don't know. I don't know if it will... Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Okay. So it's called the Mineral... Mineral Spring? It's called... Yeah. Okay, so it's called the Mineral Spring Hotel. Yeah. Is this largest swimming pool, is that the Mineral Spring? I believe it It did have this, the water from the spring because... Well, I'll go into it later down along the road, but you'll figure out why. Okay. Yeah. So the Mineral Spring Hotel claimed that it could cure you of any ailment. Oh, with the, the spring, spring with the water, yeah. The hotel also bragged that they had the biggest dining table in the, the whole city of Alton. Okay, which I guess it could sit twenty six people. So okay, well, I guess in nineteen fourteen, that was probably right. like right up there with like the biggest ball of yarn in the world. So <laughs> right, it just very seems exciting like, stuff here. It just seems like they're bragging about everything <laughs> that they have. So at this no, point, God damn it, Harold, make the table bigger. <laughs> The hotel was built by August and Herman Luer, who were meat packers that wanted to originally use the place as an ice storage plant. In 1909, they started digging, only to discover that a natural spring lay underneath the property. And in that moment, Herman looked at August and said, you know what we need to do? Build the biggest goddamn swimming pool in all of Illinois. We're going to build the biggest goddamn swimming pool Illinois has ever seen. And then one of them threw their hat to the ground. 
old timey style and stomped on it oh yeah but in joy it was <laughs> yes. like a joyful stomping yeah. of a hat yeah for sure yeah which is the first time that's ever been done too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the newspaper recorded it so <laughs> and then they also put it as a brag for when the hotel opened yes like first ever stomped hat out of joy so there's a yes. plaque also yes. in the hotel that says that this is just like honestly i'm so impressed by how many records these people are how breaking. many firsts they did all the first it is on every first you can think of every first and largest <laughs> unreal <laughs> So the water from the spring actually smelled really bad because it was found that it actually had a high sulfur content. Okay, so that's a fart pool. Yeah, so Great. just like rotten egg farts all over the place. Yum. The story goes that they brought in a chemist or a scientist and he tested the waters and he deemed that the waters had medicinal qualities. And he told the brothers that they should scrap the ice fat factory or whatever and instead build a health spa on the property and they named it goop <laughs> let me just control my <laughs> and, and herman lure is gwyneth paltrow's great 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 grandfather great great grandfather that's also true <laughs> but Man, i'm like crying okay so the hotel was built on top of this spring, right? So it was built in an Italian villa style, had more than 100 rooms, and by June 1914, it was open to the public. Wow. 100 rooms? Mm-hmm. That's a big-ass hotel. Right? The hotel also had bathing pools for swimming. They had uh, pools for water polo. And they just had areas where you could just go and soak up the curative waters. Okay. This is like some old-timey ass shit. They're yeah. like, I'll sell you a bottle of curative water any day, but if you buy this snake oil, you'll get two for free. When like bathhouses were a thing. Oh yeah. Just disgusting. Nothing more delicious about. than a bathhouse bathing in another man's sweat. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want that saggy old man ball sweat. <laughs> That's the real curative property. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. That was pretty gross. So anyways, the water was actually bottled in the sub-basement, which is actually, it's like a basement under your basement. Right. So it's like when you have a party and then there's the after party because it's like after the party is the after party. Right. Like a sub-basement is like the basement after the basement. Mm -hmm. Precisely. Where they bottle snake oil and mineral water. (laughs) The water was shipped to 12 different states and... It just boasted about all of its medical properties. And I actually read somewhere also that they bottled about 100 bottles a day and sold like 100 bottles a day. Wow. So a lot of water is going out to people claiming to cure them. (laughs) And now it's just called Perrier. (laughs) So hearing of these healing waters, people from around the city started coming to the Mineral Springs And it was said to have even attracted 3,000 people to the pool in just one season. So one, I guess, year, summer, maybe? I don't know what a season is considered for mineral water bathing, but... Well, I don't know. I mean, if it's a hot spring, maybe all year, but otherwise, Mm. we're in a pretty cold climate. Right, but it was inside. That's true. So I guess it could be be all year. Imagine sitting in a pool of water that Mm -hmm. has not been cleaned. Also, I know it's a mineral spring. Okay. Right. But 3,000 people have been in this water yeah, before you. Right. And, and you're, it's not clean. And it's anything. also being bottled and sold for <laughs> drinking. I think they had a separate area for 
I don't think the people dr- like they bottled the water that people swam in. I don't actually know. I want to. I would hope that they didn't. I want to think that they did. Also, but if you have to think, it's sulfur water, so it smelled terrible. It probably tasted terrible too. But people drank it because they thought it was going to cure them. Yeah. We have, um, my family has a farmhouse in northern Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And it's like a, a well, yeah. well-drawn water. Well water. And sometimes it smells like sulfur so bad <laughs> that like when you take a shower, you just smell like farts afterwards. And it was like, what was the <laughs> point of that? You smell worse after your shower <laughs> than you did before you took it. Yeah. And mm. it's never cured any of the many things that's wrong with me. So... <laughs> In 1926, August Luer sold the hotel, and it prospered for many years after that, until the 60s. The usual company of tourists and people seeking medical a medical cure were actually replaced with transients, and rooms started to be rented out for weeks and even months. So okay. the people coming to the hotel were not the rich people wanting to get cured. They were like vagabonds looking for a place to stay. So it's like straight up hippie culture. It was like people who were just passing through. They didn't really have a house. They could be criminals. They could, you know, like those type of people, like seedy characters. In 1971, the hotel closed down and it was condemned because the building had started deteriorating. The roof was falling off and all sorts of bad stuff. In 1978... It was bought by a man named Roger Schubert, and he turned it into a shopping mall. Um, if anyone would, it's a Schubert. I'm just going to put that out there. I feel like there. everything got turned into a shopping mall at one point. Yeah, in like the late 70s, early 80s, <laughs> yes. malls were fucking it. We all saw mall rats, okay? Malls were mm-hmm. like the place to be. Shopping Mineral mall. Springs, out. <laughs> Mineral malls, in. Mineral malls. <laughs> Today it holds, like I said, a couple of small shops Some of the rooms have been converted into apartments, and actually, sidebar, one of the shops there today is one of, it's like my favorite store of all time that I've ever been. Really? It's like a spiritual, like, witchy shop. It's called It's Raining Zen. Oh, that's so cool. Which is the coolest name also, and I just, I spent way too much money on crystals and witch books, and I just wish they had an online store. And actually, when I was there... Um, on the wall in the store, there's a picture of the Ghost Adventures gang, and it's signed by Zach and all of them. And it's like, it's just hanging in their store, and I wanted to take it so bad. I just got goosebumps. All I want is, is a picture with Zach Bagans. Is a that's signed, signed picture by Zach Bagans. Mm-hmm. I just love him so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you know about the history of Mineral Springs, let's talk about. The ghosts. Get into the ghosty stuff. So reports of ghost stories at the hotel go as far back as the 1930s. And in the book, Weird Illinois, the author spoke about a woman who had worked at the hotel as a clerk in the 50s. And she told the story of the Jasmine Lady, who is rumored to haunt a specific staircase at the hotel. I like her. The legend, or I guess tale is that her and her husband, like many others during the time, had come to the hotel to take in the magical waters of the mineral springs. Cool. While they were staying there, she became romantically involved with another man at the hotel, (gasps) is how the story goes. 
So while her husband is away, her and the man were getting it on in her room when her husband unexpectedly came home and catches the two of them together. Of course. And Mm. they're like, we just, we drank too much of this mineral water. It's not our fault. It's all this sulfur water. It's making us crazy. Her breath smelled like farts and I couldn't keep my hands off of her. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) So the husband gets extremely angry. They have an argument. And in the heat of the moment, the wife runs away from him towards the staircase to get away from him. It's unclear whether she fell or if she was pushed, but the woman falls down the stairs, breaks her neck, and dies instantly. The death was ruled an accident, and the husband was never charged for her murder, and her ghost is said to actually prefer the presence of men. Okay, I just got goosebumps. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. So this woman's cheating on her husband, and she runs down this staircase, which in my mind is just probably like a wide spiral staircase with like definitely red velvet carpet on it. It's not, but close. (laughs) Okay, well, let me have this, all right? Okay. And she trips, and like she breaks her pearl necklace and it like is tumbling down these Mm. stairs and she's like oh and her neck snaps yeah and then she instantly turns into a ghost and it's Mm -hmm. like whoa yeah she just why do they call her the jasmine lady do you know well i'll get to that okay i'm sorry (laughs) so staff at the hotel and some people who have visited and ghost hunted have claimed that they have seen a woman tumble down the stairs only to go run and, like, help her and find that there was never really a person and it's just a ghostly apparition. Fuck yeah. Yeah. People also claim to get a whiff of a jasmine-scented perfume near the stairs. Jasmine lady. When I was ghost hunting, I fucking smelled this perfume. I shit you not. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Jasmine smells so good. 100%. Whoa. And it was just very strange because where we were – Like I said, the whole, the area where we were of the hotel, it's abandoned. Mm -hmm. Like all of the rooms are gutted. You, you, like there's no toilets or anything. Like you can see the area where there was a toilet and it's basically just like a gutted like hotel really. Okay. And then you get a whiff of this perfume and it's so odd because you're like, this shouldn't, the smell shouldn't be here in this like gross abandoned building. Wow. And it's like, it like, it literally hit me and I was like, I looked at my husband and we were both like. We can smell jasmine perfume, like a fl- like a flowery perfume. Oh my god, it's amazing! It was so cool, and like obviously when we went on the tour, they were like, "This is the staircase, so the jasmine lady has been rumored." Blah 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 blah, and we totally smelled wow. that perfume. And then you come to find out that they're just like pumping in jasmine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, it was very very creepy and eerie and super cool. That's amazing. Another hot spot in the hotel is the area of the swimming pool. So actually, if I remember correctly, I think this is the area where Zach gets angry because he gets possessed by a ghost. Oh, spoiler! So you know it's legit. (laughs) Like, you know that there's... It's legit. If if Zach gets possessed... You know it's real. It's real. That's another reason why he only wears black. Yeah. We believe in three things in this household. Okay. One, that ghosts are real. Two, have as many adventures as you can. And three, that Zach Bagan gets possessed by ghosts constantly, and it's exhausting for him. Yeah. I mean, that's why he has glasses. <laughs> okay, so staff members of the hotel have heard running water in the pool, even though the pool is completely empty and it has not been in service for years and years. Wow. One time, an employee at the hotel 
went to go check to see because he heard just like rushing water. So yeah. he went to go check because in his mind, he was like, uh, he had thought a pipe had broken or something. Right. Because he heard it like so clearly. When he went down there to the pool, he found nothing. But on the side of the pool, there were a set of wet footprints across the floor. <gasps> There's also a story that a 17-year-old boy was also said to have drowned in the pool. And many people claim to have to see an apparition of this like, man, boy. Man child. Man child. In an old, like in, wearing old-fashioned swim trunks by the pool. According to the article that I found, his name is Clarence, and his certificate of death is actually showcased in the lobby of the mall now. That's a little fucked up. I didn't know that, and when I went there, I I didn't see it, so I don't know if that's true, but apparently that's a thing that's there. That seems a little messed up to me. Like, here's uh, proof that a person right. died here. I mean, I guess it's like an honoring, too. I don't know oh. who put it there. Oh, but. yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. It's like biggest swimming pool, um, biggest table, um, most baby boy deaths <laughs> in the pool. Yeah. Um, 100% of all 17-year-olds named Clarence have died in this pool. Here's the proof. Pretty much. Others also claim that a young girl named Cassandra drowned in the pool area, although that story isn't confirmed, but... People say this because I guess they sometimes hear a child la- like laughter down there. All right. And I guess sometimes they find toys that were never there that just show up. I mean, the whole like basement where the pool area is, it's there's just like a bunch of junk everywhere. And I don't know whose junk it is, but it's think of like your basement mm-hmm. and it, like how you just like throw shit in there. Right. That you don't need. That's kind of what the basement of this hotel was i don't know whose shit it is or why it's there but there's just like shit everywhere there is nothing scarier than finding (laughs) a child's toy where there should not be a child's toy right that's some it shit and it scares it honestly scares the hell out of me (laughs) as it should (laughs) so when i was there it kind of sucked because we didn't really get to go to the pool area because we were ghost hunting with other groups of people right and there was this fucking group of people i want to say maybe two or three of them they just sat in the pool the entire time and didn't move didn't let anybody else get in there and like look around it was super shitty so if you listen to this podcast and that's you fuck you (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna mail them a bullet for you for their honor (laughs) another ghosty area is a room that they call pearl's room So Pearl was a young woman, and her story goes that she came to the hotel with a purse full of pills. Oh, no. She rented a room, she swallowed all of her pills, and she died by suicide. (gasps) No! Yeah, there isn't much known about Pearl or why she did this to herself, but I had a strong feeling when I was there Mm -hmm. that... It had something to do with a married man that she was in love with. Oh, my God. And I don't know why I felt that. It just, like, I just got that sense. I just got goosebumps. I know. And, like, the, the and her room also was another area where you just kind of, like, felt like that heavy, you know? Like, yeah. you were just like, stop, that's not right here. And you would go, like, to the other rooms, and it was just like, okay, this is just a dark room. But, like, that room, it was just like, it felt like something was there. Oh, no. That's so sad. Yeah. But... The place where we had the most activity for the two of us was, and it's actually the scariest part of the hotel, Yeah, the sub-basement. So we went down there. We spent a lot of time down there because 
all the other people in the group. For some reason, nobody like went down there. It wasn't a place where a lot of the other people were staying, probably because it's super fucking scary. Yeah. So we had it to ourselves for quite some time. I couldn't remember exactly the story or if there was like a specific person dying. I think it was just like there's there have been stories of men bottling the water, dying in accidents who like were working, but I couldn't find any records on anyone to okay. say that that had been true. So this is where they were bottling all that mineral water yeah. that, that 3,000 people sat in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we went down to the sub-basement. It's very dark. It's cold. It's creepy because it's a sub-basement. Right. Because it's, basements are already scary. And then it's like you add another basement. Right. And I read somewhere that I guess this the sub-basement was five levels below street level oh my fucking god so that's so far down into that's the ground <laughs> honestly very scary to yeah me. yeah so we first walked down the stairs when you walk down the stairs there's a little hallway before you get to the doorway that you know leads into the bottling room which is it's, it's this huge room okay so i was the first one and we come down the stairs we're in the hallway like making our way to the doorway to get into the room and I heard talking coming from the room. And I turned around to my husband and I was like, oh, crap, there's people here. Like, we'll just look around and come back later because we didn't want to, like, be there when other people were there. Because it's just awkward. Do not tell me. So we walk into the room. No. I have my flashlight. I'm looking around. No. And I realize that there's nobody there. Oh, my God. And you yeah. heard people talking? I heard people talking. <gasps> and he did too because I I turned around to him and I was like, oh, there's people here. Like, we'll just like look around and then come back. Dude. Because I like I even turned around. I was like, do you just want to go back up? And he was like, oh, like, let's just look around. Oh. And so we get into the room. No one's there despite having clearly heard people talking. So we were, we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, okay, this is the place, right? I would throw up. <laughs> we're walking around. And we just kept on hearing, like, light tapping around the room, which, I mean, it's a pretty large room. There was nobody else down there with us because there's only one entrance, and it's the entrance that we came in from. Mm -hmm. So, and you can see that from anywhere in the room. But I guess, I mean, tapping, it could have been from somewhere else. But, I mean, you are down pretty low. Yeah. So. So that's really weird. Yeah. If you're five stories, you said, below? Five levels, yeah, is what. Oh. Yeah. So at this point, we're, we were both a little freaked out. And my husband just kind of looks at me and he's like, I don't want to be down here. Like, I don't feel like we're supposed to be down here. Like, I feel like something's telling us that we have to go. Okay. So I was like, we'll go. Let's, we'll find another spot. Like, we'll leave. So we're walking up the stairs to leave. My husband's first. I'm behind him. So my back's towards the door. Hell no. Of um, where we just came out of, of the bottling room, obviously. And I literally felt something almost push me up <gasps> the stairs. Like, I want you to leave. And my husband's first. And I literally, I like pushed him in the back. And I was like, go, go, go. And we like got out of there. And we, I think we went to the lobby or something. And we were both just like, we're not going back down there like ever again. Oh, so my God. That was my ghost hunting experience. It was very fun. I would like to go back, so if you want to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Nicole. Okay, I sure, I'll go, and I'll just stand in the lobby and cry the entire time. <laughs> well, I was going to say we can add it to our uh, podcast road trip. Okay, you well, know? we'll put it on, we'll the, put pod it on crawl. the pod crawl. 
Yeah. We should make a map of that. Yeah. So yeah, that's my story of Haunted Alton, Illinois. That was a very, very good and very scary Scary. story. (laughs) And I'm scared. Um, My story isn't scary at all. Oh. No. Well, it's a good one. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to say this. Yes. Just in my life in general. Okay. Okay. I want more aliens. I want Uh, more UFOs. I'm so sick of terrestrials. Give me the extraterrestrials. Okay? I want more. I want more. So I looked up um, UFO stories from Illinois. Ooh. And there are so fucking many. That's surprising to me because I don't ever hear about Illinois sightings in, I mean, UFO sightings in Illinois. <laughs> I've never heard of an Illinois sighting in Illinois. <laughs> Yeah, I just looked up earlier yeah. that in 2019 alone, uh-huh. there were over 130 UFO sightings. What? They're all the time. Are they in the South? Sometimes Southern in the Illinois? South. Um, a lot in like our area, though, in Northern what? Illinois. Okay. This one, do you know where Tinley Park is? Uh, Yeah, the Tinley Park Amphitheater. That's where I go to see all my concerts because it's like $12 for a lawn seat. Yeah, it's amazing. It too. is, yeah. So this story takes place in Tinley Park. Okay. And uh, we're going to call it the Tinley Park Lights. Tinley Park Lights. So Tinley Park is a suburb of Chicago. It's on the southwest side, but it is not in the south of Illinois whatsoever. It's like an hour from us because when I drive to, I know when I, whenever we go to like a concert, it's usually like an hour away. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It's like right outside of the city, probably like 30 minutes from downtown. So it's not like southern rural in any sense of the word. It's It's, basically like a suburb. Yeah, it's fairly close to us. Yeah. So there's tons of people. And on August 21st, 2004, hundreds of people in the Tinley Park area and the surrounding little Mm -hmm. community saw some very unexplainable things. Whoa. A triangle of lights hovered over the neighborhood for about 30 minutes, just as an Ozzy Osbourne concert was letting out. I was going to say, was it Ozzy? Was it his lights? Okay, which I think that's hilarious. First (laughs) off, it was not Ozzy's lights. Okay. But I'm just going to say that this makes like, this is more credible to me because if there are aliens, which I firmly believe that there are. Yeah, duh. Why would they not be a fan of the Prince of Darkness? (laughs) (laughs) so this ozzy concert is letting out Mm -hmm. and all these people stop in the parking lot and they're just looking up at the sky so it was when the concert was letting out yeah so so there's like hundreds and hundreds of people yeah hundreds of people and i was looking through reports of it i was on facebook and i saw like a bunch of people reminiscing about it and Uh then also i listened to a couple of 911 calls (gasps) those are my favorite there are so many over a thousand people reported mm-hmm. that they saw these lights holy shit so this i so mean that's a shit real. People. so whatever they saw it was there yeah it's super real and i saw videos of it and there's countless videos and yeah. photos because it's 2004 everyone has yeah. phones you all yes. just came from an aussie concert <laughs> right yeah. so they're all seeing this so anyways so many people saw all of this stuff i'm yeah. gonna call it uh ufological an ufological event ufological i like that <laughs> and that makes it really believable to me too that yeah. over a thousand people called 911 yeah. about this which oh my god just imagine calling 911 and right. being like um yeah there's like lights in the sky and it's nighttime but it's like not the moon 
So it's not Ozzy's light show either. No, surprisingly. So like, can you come and like, I don't know, shoot it? What do cops do? <laughs> it's also perfect timing because I feel like if it weren't. If the concert wasn't letting out right yeah. at that time, there's no chance that all those people would be outside, like, looking at the sky at that point. Hi, computer. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I agree with you. I just feel like that makes it even more believable to me. Like, I always want to believe, because yes. I do believe in aliens. Yes. But if literally hundreds of, like, people are saying the exact same thing at the exact same time, and they're all seeing this, right? it's real. Mm-hmm. Like, certifiable right Mm -hmm. so this event consisted of three lights in the sky some people said that they were red other people said that they were white i watched like 45 of these videos of it i need to i need to look at these videos it's very boring (laughs) Um, some of them look red some look white so i Mm -hmm. don't know if it's just people's cameras or what yeah but so there's these three lights and they're hovering in a triangular pattern Mm. the lights move in unison they sort of like rotate in the sky, but they keep the same distance from each other. So they're like, in a triangle, just, just like moving. Yeah, they're in like a triangular formation, and like Beyonce would be proud of this. <laughs> um, they make absolutely no sound. Mm-hmm. One of the lights kind of glows brighter, mm-hmm. and they're rotating like a little bit, and then like the triangle kind of like spreads out a little at the bottom. Mm-hmm. They blink a few times, and then they just disappear. <gasps> They don't like shoot off or anything. They're just gone. Nope. They just are gone. So this is the first time this happens. This happens more than once. (laughs) Yes. A couple weeks later on August 1st and then again on Halloween night, the lights return. So this is three times this exact scenario is happening. And it's in Tinley Park is where it's sighted those three times. Yeah. So this time in Tinley Park, Oak Forest, Orland mm. Park, Frankfurt, and Mokina, which are all, all right around. around there. Yeah. Yeah. They're all like little sister cities. Um, people are reporting these lights to the police on Facebook, all over the place, that this is happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. This time, just like last time, there's three lights. Some people, again, say that they're red and some people say that they're white. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's something to that. Maybe, or maybe it's just yeah. people's eyesight or whatever. Or maybe it's like what, whatever angle you're at. I don't like if you're more on like this like western side of seeing this maybe you see the red and like the eastern side only sees the white that could be I don't know like it's just like the way that the light is hitting who knows yeah or maybe they have a red light on one side and a white on the other (laughs) like those are like the brake lights and these are like the headlights yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. for sure I don't know I'm not a ufologist but could be not yet not yet so again these lights maintain this triangular pattern Mm-hmm. And just again to me, the sheer amount of people reporting this, yeah, um, it's just it makes it real. And also, I was looking when I was looking this up, they say that this is one of the better documented UFO phenomenon in recent history because there are so many people that had seen this. Yeah, kind of like that uh, Goodyear blimp, air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> that okay, <we> just saw <laughs> it had me for a moment. I mean. You know what? Put a blimp up there and compare the two. That's what I want to see. Right? I want to compare. You can't just tell me it's that. I need scientific proof. I've never seen a blimp. Otherwise, I'm going to say it's aliens. Show me a blimp now or I think it's an alien. (laughs) I demand. I demand a Goodyear blimp. (laughs) So on October 31st, 2004, which remember is the third sighting, right? Mm -hmm. 
the lights appear again in this triangle formation. But this time, just like the first time, mm-hmm. one of the lights at the top of the formation is super, super bright. Mm-hmm. And then another light appears. So now there's four lights. There's three in this triangle. Mm-hmm. And then one sort of like off to the top to the side, right? Mm-hmm. This one sl- very, very slowly flies away. Mm-hmm. Like it appears out of nowhere and then flies away super slow. And then one of the, the top light glows even brighter. The triangle rotates in a circle and then completely disappears. So the same thing that happened mm-hmm. every other time. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm wondering, because I watched literally so many of these videos. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes to me, it looks like it could be three separate crafts. And then obviously mm-hmm. there's that extra one that flew away really slow, which you can see. And it goes so slow just away. Yeah. Which is super weird, like way slower than a plane. Hmm. To me, at least. Um, so I don't know if it's three separate crafts or if it's one craft. Yeah. Maybe with like a bright front light, if you will, like sort oh, of like a headlight. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Hmm. And you said the last time was on Halloween. It was on Halloween. Creepy. Yeah. And three nearly identical events of these lights seen in the same area in a 71-day period. Right? Mm-hmm. Sup- just super weird to me that this is over and over yeah. that this is happening. Yeah. And then also I saw that in 2017, lights were seen over this area in a triangle formation as well. Again? Again, in, oh. in the fall of 2017. Man. So this is another fall. Yeah. Same formation. Tinley Park, or like, in, you know, in the surrounding right. area. But less people reported this one. Mm. And I saw a lot of stuff being like, oh, a weather balloon was <sighs> spotted over they, Tinley Park. They always say it's a weather balloon. Why? <laughs> what even is a weather balloon? How many <laughs> weather balloons are there? So many. What do they do? I don't even know. I don't even, I didn't even know what a weather balloon was like a thing until I, we started like reading about UFOs and every, the government just always claims it's a weather balloon. I almost feel like weather balloons were invented to yeah. cover up UFOs. Well, I think Goodyear blimps are the new weather balloon. What? So. That's true. You never know. Like weather balloons are out. Goodyear, <laughs> Goodyear blimps, blimps are, are in. in. <laughs> That's what's up. In 2019, the Navy reviewed the evidence from these events, and they designated that the objects contained in the videos are unidentifiable aerial phenomenon. So these are like certified UFOs. So the Navy was straight up just like, yeah, we don't know what this is. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And the Navy tied the events at Tinley Park into an event experienced by a Navy pilot that exact same year in 2004. Mm-hmm. So as it turns out, just days before the event on tw- on August 21st in Tinley Park, mm-hmm. a U.S. Navy plane... Let me start that over. Okay. As it turned out, just days after the event on August 21st in Tinley Park, the U.S. Navy F-A-18 Super Hornet, which is a super badass plane. It sounds super bad. <laughs> it's super badass. It captured footage of a Tic Tac-like craft flying nearby. Tic Tac. Yeah. So you know that video that was just released by the Navy? Or yeah. was it Tom DeLong? Did I, he, is this the one he released? Uh, he might have released it first, and then I think they just came out and were like, yeah, this is an alien. <laughs> yeah. So that video that just came out yeah. at the end of 2019 or beginning of 2020. Yeah. We did. Yeah. It was, I want to say like April of yeah. this year or something. Yeah. Something like that. So they think that that Tic Tac 
aircraft Mm -hmm. is the same thing that was in Tinley Park. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, even stranger to me is that there are hundreds of thousands of accounts of strange lights in the skies between August and November of of 2004. I keep wanting to say 2014 because 2004 was so long ago. But it doesn't seem like it is, though. No, it doesn't. (laughs) So, yeah, between August and November of 2004, there were so, so many reports all over the nation of people seeing lights and these weird Tic Tac things. The timing of the events, to me, makes them super believable. Like, whether mm-hmm. the crafts are the same, and yeah. it's this Tic Tac situation, or maybe it's multiple Tic Tacs. Yeah, or maybe the Tic Tac has the triangular light formation on it. It could be that, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know it can't be proven, um, but just in my mind here, just my yeah. speculative wanting to believe in a UFO <laughs> mind, I feel like it's some sort of like surveillance situation. Like, yeah. like the movie signs. Well, I think that's what it always is, though, isn't it? Probably. They, uh, they always kind of just want to, like, learn about us. That's, I mean, abductions and stuff. That's what those people say, that they, like, do experiments on them. and Yeah. Yeah. That they abduct them. Can we talk about, really quick, two other very cool UFO things in Illinois? In Tinley Park? Um, so one is in... I was going to say, because now every time I go to see... A concert in Tinley Park. <laughs> I'm not even going to be paying attention to the concert. I'm just going to be looking at the skies. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry, but Blake Shelton, I have to look at the sky right now. Okay, thanks. Blake Shelton. No. <laughs> Actually, I saw Blink-182 in Tinley Park, but Tom DeLonge was not in the band at that time. No, he was out yeah. UFO hunting probably. He, yeah, he, it's, I want to say like two or three years ago, I saw them there. So I saw Blake Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> You like Blake Shelton? No, I super don't. I was going to say, um, I never knew that about you. No, but tickets seriously are like $12. Yeah. So like you just go. You just go, If yeah. you just like want to sit outside. And every seat on the lawn is a perfect fucking seat. It's amazing. And the acoustics are amazing. It's, it's so, so good. Man, I wish COVID wasn't a thing anymore. I know, right? You could go see a concert. Yeah. So this other story comes from 2006, so two years later. And it's right outside of O'Hare, which... Mm-hmm. I don't, okay, our listeners might not know this, but it's like (laughs) Chicago is this massive city, right? Yeah. And then O'Hare is like, you can see O'Hare from Chicago and you can see Chicago from Mm O'Hare. And it is one of the largest international airports ever. Yeah. And it's basically in Noel's backyard. Pretty much. Um, It's like (laughs) right, right here. Yeah. So part of me wonders, like, does O'Hare Airport have anything to do with the aliens? Because for this tin, well, going back to Tinley Park really quick. Right. Um, are you familiar with MUFON? No. What? Let me find the anagram for it. MUFON. MUFON is the Mutual UFO Network. It's a nonprofit organization that studies UFOs in Il- like in America. Oh. Yeah. That's so it's like cool. the number one, like the foremost UFO. Yeah. Club. Research club. <laughs> Gang. Can we join? We definitely no. can. Okay. Um, they are a little bit problematic at the moment, so maybe uh, we will let's leave them. start our own then. All right. Fuck them. We're going to call it uh, Moo Foun <laughs> with a U. We're going to put a U in there somewhere. Okay. And straighten that out. So anyways, so MUFON was called to investigate the Tinley Park lights. Mm-hmm. And people at O'Hare Airport claim to have also seen the lights. Oh. 
and say that they were like kind of moving like around the airport. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it just has something to do with it. I mean, it's a giant yeah. airfield with all these lights. Yeah, I was going to say, well, if, even if it wasn't that, it could have been like an airplane or something that they thought was that around the same time. That's true. But since there are a bunch of planes coming in and out all of the time. But in 2006, in November, mm-hmm. so fall again, federal authorities at the O'Hare Airport received a report that a group of 12 airport employees mm-hmm. witnessed a metallic saucer shaped craft hovering over one of the gates of the airport whoa 12 12 people yeah wow so i don't know maybe there's something to do with that maybe not yeah i think well i mean there's light like those lights like you know the runways and everything yeah like it's i'm sure you can see that shit from space so if you're coming if you're an alien coming down like that's going to attract your attention you're probably gonna be like what what's this what are all these lights right for sure and if anything it's like the perfect place to land yeah like it's literally made to land aircraft right so (laughs) and then if people do see you then you know that the government or other people are just gonna be like it was just a plane (laughs) what is that a weather balloon (laughs) yeah right yeah right There's also something in Illinois, which is in the southern part of the state. So Mm -hmm. maybe I should have opened with this to kind of tie into your (laughs) southern Illinois situation. It doesn't matter. But it's called the Black UFO Triangle. I've never heard of this. I heard of it first this morning when I was doing my research. (laughs) Okay. Five on-duty police officers in the area of Lebanon, Highland, and Summerfield, Illinois. Mm-hmm. So that's like way south. Yeah, I don't know any of those places. It's it's pretty far south. <laughs> um, five police officers who were on duty at the time saw UFOs in the sky. And there were also like a bunch of people that witnessed the UFOs. And they reported this to the police. And this went on for 28 minutes. So again about the same amount of time as the Tinley Park lights. Yeah. Was it the same type of thing, like the the three? I didn't see lights? that at all. Um, but judging by the name Triangle, I'm just going to kind of assume. Yeah. Yeah. So this Something is, was in a triangle. This is unfactual. <laughs> um, but that's just kind of what I'm assuming. And it seems like when I was looking up a lot of UFO like reports just in general, UFOs sort of travel in like this weird triangle formation. Yeah, so, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if that's a thing, and I, I'm not, like, a mm. UFOologist or anything. Ufologist. But, <laughs> dude, I'm, like, obsessed with this now. Yeah. Like, why is it one craft, and then it has three lights? Or mm. is it, like, Canadian goose formation, and they're, like, <laughs> traveling with, like, a leader? I I would like to believe that. Like, it's three different crafts, and they just, like, travel together. Yeah. Like, as backup. Like, they're flanked on... Like, there's the one in the top. Yeah. And then they're flanked by two on the side. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to believe that, too, because then that just means more aliens. More aliens. That's the end of my story. <laughs> Great ending. Wait. <laughs> that's wait. the end. Wait. No, no, no. No. Cut all that. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> So that's my story about UFOs. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of out of the mood for ghosts right now. I don't want to think yeah. about ghosts. Don't want to talk about ghosts. So I thought maybe I would talk about a little UFO activity happening alien action in going Illinois. On. And again, there are so many spottings of aliens in Illinois. It's unbelievable. Wow. And I'm sure it's like that everywhere around the world. But Did I ever tell you about the time 
when I saw a UFO? No. I have. I thought I said. That, I thought I talked about this on the podcast. I don't remember. Okay. Well, I'm I guess so this is a good lead in to our ghost stories that we're gonna do because I can tell a ghost story and a UFO story. So okay, tell your UFO story. I was probably maybe ten years old, and growing up, I was a dancer, so I was always in dance class, and my mom was always picking me up from dance class, like super late at night. Not really late. I would say maybe like eight o'clock or something, because I was younger, but. So we were coming little home. kid late. <laughs> yeah, right, little kid late. So we're coming home from dance and we're uh driving home and my mom goes, "Do you see that in the sky?" And it looked it looked like a meteor, like it was like something falling through the sky, right? And I like looked up and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is that?" Cuz it was de- it was definitely something like burning across the sky. So Whoa. we get home and my mom used to watch one of it actually probably was probably not like eight o'clock, maybe like seven o'clock or something. So my mom used to watch this little boy who lived down the street from us. So yeah, she we, she drops me off. She and then so she's like walking him to his house or just like down the street, like walking him home. So as she's walking back, so she drops me off. As she's walking back, she hears this cackling like cry. So then we wake up in the next. We make wake up the next day. On the news, it's like, oh, there was a satellite that fell and burned Ooh. through the sky. Like, that's what they said it was. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We also find out that further down my street, there was a lady who lived on her block and she lived with her son. And I yeah. guess her son had come home drunk and they had gotten into an argument or something. And he was older. I mean, he was of drinking age. Right. And so she called the police and she was like, whatever transpired between them, like, you know, I'm going to call the police on you, whatever. Right. So the police come. I guess he was sitting in their front in the front lawn and they told him, stop, don't move, don't come any closer. He's drunk. He doesn't listen. They shot him and they killed him. <gasps> on, and so he died on the front lawn. That's the scream that my mom heard. This all happened the same night. News, like, people were on my block, like, interviewing this lady because it was, like, this tragic thing that she had just called the cops because, you know, her like, to threaten her son because he was being a dick to her, and they ended up shooting him, and it was this whole tragic story that happened on – it all happened on the same night. So it was just super crazy. Wow. So just, like, everything in your neighborhood yeah. was insane. Yeah. it was, And it was just weird that it all happened on the same night. So I don't know. That's my story. <laughs> that's my UFO story. I think that's a good UFO story. Mm-hmm. And it also has a moral. We don't call the cops, okay? Yeah. 2020, <laughs> we're not calling the cops anymore because they just shoot your son. Yeah. I mean, if you there are some there are some situations where you should call the cops. <laughs> right, I guess so. But I guess not that. I no. guess we don't call If for you're that. fighting with your son, maybe don't call the cops on him just in case. Yeah. yeah. Okay, can I tell a ghost story? Because mm-hmm. I have two, so we'll alternate. Okay. We'll just keep doing this. We're okay. an alternate thing. Three-hour-long episode we're going for? Yeah, I think okay. maybe we should. <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm just going to go um, with a little story mm-hmm. about what I saw last night. Last night? And then I'll, I'll in tell... In this house that I'm sitting in right now? <laughs> you know this house is haunted, Nicole. Yes, okay. So, so pumped. Um, also, sidebar here. I will post a picture of the haunted baby feet in my basement. <gasps> Did this also happen last night? Well, you saw the haunted baby feet oh, in the concrete. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, also, sidebar to the sidebar. We're in the attic, obviously yeah. recording, and there are constant taps happening. Did it, I really hope it just picked that up? 
It's constant. You just said it and then it went like tick, tick. We hear you. Hi. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty intense. Pretty tappy. So I woke up at uh, 3.15 last night. The witching hour? Mm-hmm. And my mouth was super dry because I'm a mouth breather. I am too. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. So my mouth was super dry. So I went to reach for my glass of water mm-hmm. and I checked the time and it was 3.15. Yeah. And I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye on the opposite mm. side. Yeah. And I thought it was my partner. So I went to like, I don't know, look or something. Wait, hold. Isn't 3.15 the time in Amityville? Yeah. <gasps> okay. It All is. right. I right. know, and I always think that now because when we were doing the Amityville research yeah, and you I kept waking up, up at 3.15. Yeah. Creepy. Okay, continue. Oh, so anyways, so I sleep with my bedroom door open and we have a tiny little hallway right outside the door mm-hmm. and it's pitch black. There's no windows. All the other doors in the hallway are closed. It's very, very dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I looked towards my partner because he sleeps on that side and... I looked out into the hallway. Right. And I saw maybe four-ish feet tall (gasps) white towards the one wall. So there was black on the other side, like the darkness of just being nighttime. Um, And it was about four feet tall. And it was sort of like, you know, when like a curtain blows in the wind. Yeah, was it? Could you like see through it, or was it like I could solid? See, I could see through it. Okay, sort of. Okay, like a murky. Yeah, so it wasn't fully opaque, but okay. it was like like a misty white, right? And it was like moving and sort of like shifting around, like in like a waving Weird. pattern. Okay, I didn't see a face. I didn't see anything, mm-hmm. but I. This is gonna sound super ridiculous, and if you don't believe me, <laughs> I believe you already. Thank you. Um, (laughs) But to our listeners, if you don't believe in ghosts or anything, like you're going to think I sound insane. Mm -hmm. I felt in my body that it was an old woman. And my mom, who used to live here, um, said that she has also seen and heard an old woman that lives, is occupying our space currently. So that's what I felt. And, you know, I'm so scared of ghosts. Yeah. So I closed my eyes. And I heard in my head, like, a weird, like, no. And I was like, fuck this shit. And I put the blanket over my head. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And then it was morning. Like, I just fell asleep and it was morning. Did You didn't wake up John? Nope. What? No. I don't don't want any part of it. If you want to live in my house, spirits, I'm directly (laughs) talking to spirit right now. Um, if you want to live in my house, that's fine. We can be roommates. I, you don't even have to pay rent. We're good. Just please do not fucking scare me because I'm over it. Oh, no. Maybe she just wanted to say hi. Maybe, but I don't oh. know. Also, um, just a side note here. We're just sidebarring on a sidebar. Um, <laughs> the stairs to the attic are very, very steep. And there's yeah. a door at the bottom of them. Yes. It's almost like you can crawl up them. <laughs> I do crawl up. It's like steep as hell. Yeah, it's super steep. So I was sitting in the dining room on Friday and it was midday and I heard someone coming down the stairs Mm -hmm. of the attic. And my first instinct was to be like, oh, like John or something, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, but I was home alone. Yeah. So I heard like actual footsteps down the stairs and then the door sort of moved 
Like it's was, like the doorknob jig, like jiggled or no, something? No, 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 no. It was like the door, like, like you know, if you like lightly push on a door, yeah. it moves a little yeah. bit. So it was like that, like the <laughs> footsteps and then they came to the bottom of the stairs and then the door moved and I was like, <gasps> and I was so scared. You texted me. You were I like, know. I just heard footsteps and I didn't get it on. I couldn't record it in enough time. <laughs> I tried to grab my phone and I just dropped it. Oh, I was so it was oh. like a Scooby-Doo moment. I was so scared. Oh, no. So, yeah, my house is super haunted. And that's my ghost story from last night. Do you have another ghost story? I do that I will share. Should I tell mine? Yours. Mm-hmm. OK, so I was recently we just we well, we were supposed to be in Europe for our honeymoon um, two weeks ago. And so instead, right, two weeks? Happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. So instead, we obviously can't be in Europe right now. Um, So we rented a house, just a little Airbnb a couple hours away. The house to me, I just felt like there, I was just hearing a lot of noises like all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I'd wake up in the middle of the night and it would sound like somebody was like rustling around in the kitchen. And it felt like a ghost. Like it honestly felt like a ghost. And like I would hear tappings and um i was in the bathroom upstairs and the floor upstairs was like super creaky oh yeah and i was brushing my teeth and i literally heard like the floor creaking mm-hmm. and my husband was sleeping yeah so anyways <laughs> was it rained the entire time so basically what we did was just drink and watch movies so we're sitting in the there was like two rooms there was the one room with the TV where we sat and watched movies and then if you walked like through the kitchen there was like another kind of little den situation. Oh, I hate a den. So <laughs> we're sitting in the room with the TV and I, I think we had our TV paused or something and uh, we were just talking and I was like you know this place is like haunted and my husband's like you're crazy it's not haunted and he said no it's not haunted and ex- right after he said that yeah the TV in the other room, the mm-hmm. den, turns on <gasps> immediately after he said that. Immediately months. after he said, no, this place isn't haunted. So it was proving to you that it was. And I looked at him and I was like, the ghosts just proved your ass wrong. And he he believes in ghosts, but he's kind of, he's more of like a skeptic. Like he yeah. doesn't really, he's not like me where I'm like, everything's a ghost, you know? I feel like he, he doesn't want to acknowledge ghosts because he doesn't want to be scared yeah exactly and he also is just kind of like he just has like a realistic like skeptical personality like that's just how he is and so we go into the room and we're trying we couldn't figure we couldn't turn it off we're pressing the buttons it wouldn't turn off so i had to unplug the tv and plug it back in and that's how we got it to turn off that's insane but yeah that's my ghost story because it basically showed me that they were there. And I knew they were there all along. So is this your first ghost encounter? Can I, well, I mean, I've had like a few here and there. I have, yeah. I've never had a ghost encounter where I've actually like physically seen something, mm-hmm. which I'm still holding out for. So, hey. Oh, I just felt a pinprick in the back of my neck. <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, I mean, if your ghost wants to show itself to me, I'm, I'm right here. Okay. Nicole said that and she's looking over into the room that we know that there's a ghost in. So I'm waiting. And yeah, you can't want it that bad, I know, Nicole. I know. We've talked about this. <laughs> you want it too bad and they don't want to show you. I know. But they showed you to prove your husband wrong. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That goes put him in his place. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing story. I've never had a TV turn on. Mm-hmm. That's some ring shit. Yeah. And I'm here for it. 
That would scare the fucking and shit out of me. And it's funny because that it's not like that happened. Like that was the only time that happened. That entire six days that we were there. So it's not like that thing was like turning on and like it wasn't yeah. like an electrical thing. Yeah. And the fact that it turned on directly after he said, "You're wrong. There aren't any ghosts here." Immediately after he said that, it turned on. Oh, I do have a TV turning on story. How many stories do you have? I have so many okay. ghost stories. Well, you got to pick one. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just sitting here thinking um, of which one I should tell, which mm-hmm. I just wrote a story for a podcast called Nightgeist. They're amazing. Ooh, yeah. We love Nightgeist. They're so great. So if you guys want to hear a ghost story that I considered telling, but they do a better <laughs> job, honestly. Um, if you want to hear a story that I, it's maybe my scariest ghost story. Yeah. Yeah. Check them out. Check out their, I think the, not the last episode, but the one before that. They tell a bunch of listener stories and mine's the very last one. Mm, so. Best for last. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so that's a great story. But you totally just reminded me of the scariest encounter, like that I'm pretty sure it was an evil spirit. Okay. Tell, tell me, tell me right now. All right. So I y- used to have a boyfriend um, who we will call, <laughs> what should we name him? I don't know which one you're talking about, so... Schmeagle. Ew. <laughs> okay, so me and my boyfriend, Schmeagle. Um, <laughs> we were together for fucking ever, and we would stay... His He lived with his parents, and his room was in the basement. Mm-hmm. And it was haunted as fuck. <laughs> and it was... It was bad. Like, I could just sense it, that it was that it was bad it was a bad haunting mm-hmm. and so we were sleeping one night and the tv turned on and it was like a weird like static which i didn't know tvs even did anymore yeah right if you, if you turn it on like a certain channel that isn't right like the like H- on your HDMI, hdmi or something yeah yeah jinx um, <laughs> yeah so it turned on in the middle of the night and it was a loud ass static and it scared the fucking shit out of me. And so he turned it off and it happened a couple times, mm-hmm. but it would be like at weird hours and like whatever, yeah. weird situations. And then we gave the TV away to someone. So I was like, I don't fucking want to be near this shit. <laughs> you thought it was haunted. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I was like, you have to get rid of it. Like I will buy us a new TV. I do not care. <laughs> so we gave the TV away and it never did that again. So it wasn't the TV but the new TV did it a couple times too. Mm. So I totally forgot that that happened. That was so long ago. Mm-hmm. All right. But my real scary story is that I was sleeping and again in this basement room and you know, those cards that you open up and it's like, happy birthday to you. Like the birthday cards. Yeah. So there was one sitting on like the far dresser and it was going off. Was it opened? I don't, I don't know. So, I mean, so, okay. So I was sound asleep and then I heard Mm -hmm. this card going off and it was like, do, 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 do. And I said out loud, like, stop, I'm trying to sleep. And my boyfriend Schmeagle next to me (laughs) was like, he's like, I hear it too. But I thought it was him fucking around with the card. (gasps) So I turned the lights on. And I swear it was fucking dark for like a millisecond in like the corner that this dresser was. And then it went away. 
Oh, and it was so scary. I have goosebumps, dude. It was so fucking scary. So I threw the fucking card out. Okay. Yeah. And then the next night. Don't tell me it came back. No, the card okay. didn't. The card. Okay. The card didn't come back. <sighs> the next night, everything on the dresser was shoved off the dresser in the middle of the night onto the floor. Everything like baseballs, clothes, whatever the fuck was off, like oh on there, God. was shoved off, and it was in this dark corner. Yeah. And it was so fucking scary. And then I was talking to Schmeagle's brother. <laughs> Give me a name. Schmogel. I was talking to Schmogel. Um, <laughs> Schmeagle's little brother. And he said that when he was little, he used yeah. to see a creature on the ceiling in the corner. Like uh, in that corner. Fucking insidious style. Oh, yeah. Basically. Ugh. Sort of. Ugh. So it was like this dark. He described it as being red and black. Um, Insidious. <laughs> I don't know. I believed him because Schmogel wouldn't lie about this shit. So Schmogel so said that he saw... This is killing me. Um, like this thing, like this black rolling darkness. Oh. It was like black and red and it was like a creature of some sort. Yeah. And it was like a thundercloud and it would roll like Ugh. up on the ceiling in that corner. And he was so fucking scared of it. And even their mom said that one day Schmogel, the brother, <laughs> said that he he pointed to the corner and he was like, I don't like that thing. That thing is scary. And Whoa. he refused to go into the basement ever. But anyways, so that was like the evilest spirit I think that I've ever encountered. Yeah. But I've seen I've seen ghosts before. Um, One time I saw like a reflection of a man in a television screen and I turned around. There was no one there in this house. No, no. That was in another house. Um, I lived in a very haunted house. You're so haunted, man. I'm so jealous. And I'm not (laughs) I sound like I'm insane, but I'm not making any of this up. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know why. I don't know mm. why any of this happens to me, but I I'm be, I would be cool if it stopped. Um, they love you and they hate <laughs> me. <laughs> Nicole, <laughs> shut up. You stupid. All right, we'll go ghost hunting together okay, and then okay. maybe I'll attract the spirits. Yes. Yeah, we'll use you as bait. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to do that. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so scared. So yeah. that's, I guess our personal ghost story, our listener lore. Yeah. But apparently you have like 72 other stories. So girl, I if, could fill like a two hour episode well, of ghost I stories. I mean, if our R- listeners decide to stop mm-hmm. sending us stuff, well, that's what we'll do. We'll just have you tell yeah. us. All right. So that's my ghost story. I have 57,000 more. <laughs> so if anyone's interested, hit us up and I'll tell you if you want to know. And also go check out Night Guys because they did a very amazing yeah. story. From and an also, apartment that I lived in that was just oh, so fucking haunted. I remember that apartment. Mm-hmm. Also, send us your ghost stories because <gasps> we want to hear that. Yes, if you have any ghost stories, alien stories, just maybe strange ass shit. A- we haven't gotten an alien story. No. We need one. So we do. we're tell collecting us. stories. Yeah. And also, I just want to say thank you for listening to this. I mean, it's. Not what we typically do, this sort of episode. Yeah, but we might we might change it up a little bit and do this again. Yeah, so, so we're, we're just super grateful that you guys listened to this episode of like our fun little stories and especially since the next week's content is going to be just so thick and juicy like a big old porterhouse steak. 
Um, <laughs> this kind of helps us like lighten our research load. Yeah. So right. thank you guys so much for that. Yeah. And if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> please, please rate, review, subscribe. We've, get, we've been getting some reviews lately, some one stars, which we just all showed up on the same day magically. So yeah, we know, we know who that is. We and do. I don't, I mean, Hey, if you want to create fake accounts to mess with us, more power to you. Here's the thing is that if you have the time, okay. If you have the time, exactly. if you have the time to make a fake email and then make a fake iTunes account and then leave a, a positive then- review for yourself and a negative review for us, <laughs> I just want to say that maybe you are not using your time wisely, um, but you know what? To each their own, and I support you in however you want to spend your time. Right. We support it. We so. do. And like we said earlier, if you have any cool stories or if you just want to hit us up and say hi or maybe hear some of our stories or whatever, just enter the chit-chat zone. Um, the chit-chat zone. <laughs> Slippery slide into our DMs on the social means. We're on Twitter, which is sort of boring, but if you're on Twitter, hey. Um, we're on Instagram, which is my favorite platform. Mm, yes. And we're on the face page. So hit us up, slippery slide yeah. into those DMs. Join our Facebook group because we've actually, people have been posting a lot of cool stuff. Oh my God, some of the coolest it's shit ever. A lot of great conversations happening. So it's very fun. So you can find us at Quite Unusual Pod on all of those platforms. Mm-hmm. And also, we're on MySpace. So if you want to hit us up on MySpace, are we still plugging that? Shit. We're plugging the MySpace. I want to plug the MySpace. <laughs> we got some sick merch too. So check that out. Yeah, you can find that at teespring.com slash quite unusual merch, I think it is. Or Mm -hmm. if you just head over to the link in our bio on any of our social medias, you can find it there too. Very, very sick. And you know what? I'm just going to do this right now. If you're listening to this, if you stayed with us on this little story episode (laughs) and you're you're digging it, vibing on it, um, let us know and I will send you a discount code for the merch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Yes. I usually run things by Nicole first. But <laughs> we also have a code word that we need to release. We have, we hit a thousand Instagram followers, so we're going to do a nice little giveaway. Yes. But we have a code word to drop for you guys. Yes. So if you are listening to this and you love us so much that you stayed through this entire episode... <laughs> Please send us either through email at quiteunusualpod at gmail.com or again, just slip and slide into those DMs um, on any of the social medias and just say the code word, which is hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. You don't have to include an exclamation point unless you're really feeling it. Yeah. Which you should because that's great. And spooky season is here, baby. Oh my God. I'm so happy. It's here. So, yeah, if you want to enter into our giveaway, we're going to give away, like, tons and tons of stuff. And it's going to be super fun. So hit us up with that code word. We'll put your name into a raffle. We're going to pick one person. We're going to pick two people. I just decided. Oh, yeah, we're going to do two. I thought we we said that the last time. We're going to pick two people, and you're going to get a prize. Yep. So So that code word again is? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. And remember to celebrate the strange. And keep it unusual. Bye. Bye.